don't know about you, but for me, literally not a day goes by now that I don't read an article or see a story or hear about a company using artificial intelligence. Obviously, just last week, Elon Musk had the, the big Tesla's AI, artificial intelligence day, and they brought out this sort of primitive Robbie the Robot. But then uh, John Deere is going to uh, provide fully autonomous farming by 2030, they say, using it. And, yeah. and uh, Walgreen Boots Alliance is going to use robots to fill subscriptions, and DISD is using it. Dave Copps is co-founder and CEO of a Dallas-based company called Worlds that uses it to reinvent how organizations view themselves and how they manage their, their physical world, their plants. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Great to be here. Thanks, David. This is a great time to be doing this. Is it just me or is it just is suddenly there has there been some breakthrough? Suddenly there's an explosion of artificial intelligence. Yeah, your, your point is something pretty interesting, because I think there has been kind of a transformation in the last call it five years. You know, AI has always been an, an idea, right, a great idea. But I think it's really come into practice the last few years. You know, so it's a it's a it's, it's one of those I, I like to tell people it's an apex technology that will affect virtually every industry. But does, it, industry does it require supercomputing power or something that they've just figured out how to use? Less and less, you know, um, people are doing AI at the edge now, you know, so we're able now with GPUs and things like that, we're able to execute What's a, G, AI, I don't know, a GPU? Uh, what is that, global positioning? Yeah, this is like NVIDIA, you know, yeah, NVIDIA, okay. they're building is, yeah. Um, uh, but they're, they're, they're able to, you know, now we can store AI, we can execute AI, not only uh, in the cloud, but also at the edge, actually where it is. So that computing requirements, and this, it ebbs and flows, right? The, Computing requirements are getting less and less, but but then we want to do more and more. And you know, you, you saw Elon talk about what thirty thousand GPUs in a, in a supercomputer. So, astounding. It's a, but just, so make, so, tell me what Worlds does. As I understand it, I mean, in my mindset, it, it's like it's sort of like what Amazon does at their warehouse floors, where everything is very efficient, and you use robots and these sort of little Zumbas <laughs> to to move things around. Is that what you do? Well, we're, we're on this. We play on the software side of that equation. So Worlds is about digitizing the real world so we can learn from it, explore it, improve it. Um, to that end, we've actually built an AI platform that uh, makes it possible for companies to capture what's happening in the ground floor operations and convert those activities into a live data stream, you know, so so they can measure and analyze and build automation directly in their operations. Um, you know, we, the way we do it's pretty fascinating. We're actually capturing the world in 2D with cameras and other sensors. And then we're re-expressing that live inside of a 4D model. The fourth dimension is time. Uh, so it's like turning real life into a video game, you know, but but this game allows you to measure and improve business operations in ways that really weren't possible before. So once you have that information, and I guess represented graphically, can you then play with it and say, well, what if we moved, you know, this operation to that area or change yeah, the way that, you know, I, warehouse flows take place? That's exactly right, David. I think we, we kind of think about automation in a couple of ways. So one way of helping a company automate is to actually uh, build, build an AI that can watch a process and look for critical variations that are causing inefficiency or lack of productivity and then show them that. And then they can now change the process and remeasure it with the AI. That's one way. But there's a more direct way, too, where you can actually have an AI working directly with a company's uh, systems, you know, so that the, the AI is making decisions without a human in the loop, you know, so it's truly full automation. And we play on the, uh, that whole spectrum. 
So what's the end game? So you you've got you know Chevron and I know Ross Perot's company Hillwood has been a client in this Malaysian oil company. Do you go in and solve? Are you like an efficiency expert? You come in, you solve a problem, and then you collect your money and you disappear, or is this an ongoing? <laughs> I think we provide the platform for efficiency experts. You know, so uh, we want we want to build the platform that every major corporation uses to build AI based automation into the real world. So. There's a lot of AI in the back office, but what we're talking about is actually using AI to measure the physical world. So to actually have an AI that can watch processes, understand what's happening, and help you reinvent those processes to be more efficient and uh, more productive and, and to be safer, you know, things like that. So it's using an AI to understand the world so it can help you make it better. You know, I was saying earlier, I, this would seem like you, you're in the business just at the sweet spot at just the right time. And for many reasons i mean what is the science is there but the other is that everybody's looking at at, at wage inflation and trying yeah. to you know if you've got an employee you want them to be as productive as possible and by the same yeah. token if there's a repetitive task i guess that can be replaced then maybe this is the the vehicle for it uh no that's exactly right i think you know everyone kind of talks about AI, like it's going to steal all our jobs. And that's a, a, an argument that's been happening for years with technology in general. But the truth is technology creates more jobs in the end. I do think with AI, we're going to have a little bit of a chasm because we haven't done very good planning. We're going to have a little bit of a chasm where, you know, jobs go away. But on the other side of that is a, is, is a massive abundance, you know. So what we're heading into now, though, is an area where people are now going to be augmented, like we're going to actually evolve with AI as opposed to using it like a tool. In the past, you know, you'd have to push a button or move a lever before technology would do something. Now we have an, uh, a technology that can make decisions, you know, so we're going to evolve with AI, you know, as part of our jobs. Everybody will be working with AIs uh, to get their job done better, faster, more productive, uh, safer, all those things. So can you talk about some of the projects that you've worked on? Any, any gee whiz moments that it really oh, absolutely. You. Yeah. I mean, so our focus is on the center of supply chain. So companies that are manufacturing and distributing products around the world um, in the energy space, we're working, like you said before, with uh, giants like Chevron and Petronas. We're helping them radically increase productivity and efficiency through a more intimate relationship between their workers and AI. You know, so we like to say that we build human centered AI um, an AI for people, not about people. So AI for people, not about people. Um, workers want to plug into our system because it's an AI that helps them move faster, make fewer mistakes, operate safer. Um, we're also working with one of the largest food and beverage manufacturers in the world, uh, helping them eliminate costly downtimes in their manufacturing facilities with an AI that's constantly optimizing the flow of the product inside their manufacturing lines. So that's you know, happening automatically all day long. So when you have to shut down a line anywhere, the costs are through the roof. So being able to kind of continue, create continuous operations through a more intelligent uh, process flow is uh, what we're doing there. So are task-specific jobs, or like I said, do you have an ongoing relationship with some of these companies? Uh, you know, it's funny you, you say that because we, you know, when you build a company, you have you make assumptions, right? One of our assumptions was we'd have these five use cases for distribution, five for manufacturing, and, and it just hasn't worked out that way. When people see the capabilities of our system and what they can do with it, they take us to their hardest problem and say, hey, if you can help me with this, I know you can do all the rest of the stuff. So our platform is something that is persistent inside of a company. It's something they choose to now execute AI-based automation throughout their enterprise. So anywhere you know people and process meet, and you want to be able to monitor and understand those processes better, um, that's where our platform can help. So what's next for your industry? Do you do you have all the signs that you need? Are they still working on on 
tools that you can use? <laughs> uh, software is never finished, right? So yeah. I think it's one thing I've learned in my career is that uh, software is never finished. You're always improving it, always pivoting, always trying new things. And so we will continue to kind of create a, a platform that can scale. Um, but what we're looking for now is companies, you know, that want to actually kind of jump, jump in with both feet with AI and start to understand their businesses in a way they never could before, but and test and stretch the platform. We're actually about to expand with five very large companies. So next year is going to be a growth year for, for worlds for sure. Uh, but next year we'll see, uh, uh, the software being put into hundreds and maybe even thousands of sites. Yeah, I, for me, you sound like an annuity. It means we get to talk again and, and find out what other hot things that you're doing. So is this a crowded space? Are, are there a lot of other companies that do what you do? Yeah, it's, we don't have a direct competitor because of what the way we built the product. One of the things we do when we build a startup is we call, let's build a product of a market of one. You know, like, can we build a product in a way and deliver it in a way that nobody else is directly competing with us? So we built that platform where people, process, AIs, all these things can come together and be uh, measured in space and time. There's not another company on the planet that does it the way that we we, we do it with the 4D model. The, when you ask about competitors, it's really point solutions. So we'll compete with a computer vision company or a digital twin provider or, or someone like that. But there's not another company that's created one place where it all comes together, where you can truly see and sense your world uh, in ways that weren't possible before. That's only happening in worlds. Okay, so do you stay independent forever? Am I, am I going to wake up in six months and see that <laughs> IBM just paid you know, $4 billion, <laughs> billion dollars for Dallas-based worlds? Uh, my history is we, we've always built assets that are acquired. I kind of like to tell people I'll know my exit when I see it. I don't think we ever plan an exit. We don't want to, we actually were having a lot of fun. I mean, this company I'd hate to exit because we're just having so much fun, but, um, I, you know, some, you know, we are building a very valuable asset that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. So I can't imagine it will be somebody that doesn't see that really useful. But, uh, for now, I kind of hope that we, uh, we can just uh, grow the business and keep playing this game together. I'm curious, how big is the organization? I mean, how many, does it take a lot of people to do this? You know, for a long time, it's all, it was all engineers. <laughs> we recently just brought in marketing and sales, you know, yeah. uh, but we're, we're about 36 people right now. We'll pr most likely more than double this, this next year. Uh, our plans are to actually grow about a, a hundred and, uh, you know, 120%. Uh, so we're growing very, very fast. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's mostly, it was mostly engineers just, uh, building the software COVID helped us. I think, you know, a lot of companies were really hurt yeah. bad by COVID for us. We just started the company. So we, when COVID hit, we were able to kind of put our heads down and really focus on building the entire platform. Uh, whereas normally in a startup, you kind of put the wheels on the bus as you're going down the road, you know, with your first two clients or, or something. So it's actually going to benefit us. I think in the end, well, I, you know, I look at the name of the company. You're certainly not narrowing your universe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dave Copps is the co-founder and CEO of Dallas based worlds, a company with which we would like to continue the dialogue. And I think we're going to hear a lot more. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me today, David. Thanks for Barbara conversation. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.